Ryback Show starts now. Welcome to the Ryback Show Live, presented by Feed Me More Nutrition. I am the big guy, Ryback. Thank you for joining me this fine Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. I uh, streaming on Instagram only here today. We're on Ryback TV on here on YouTube as we approach 400,000 subscribers. So thank you to everyone who is subscribing uh, and has notifications on that get them. Uh, Twitch at Ryback Rules and Twitter at Ryback. <clears throat> no TikTok today. We'll talk about that in a second. And uh, as always, this show is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line, sweetened with stevia and monk fruit, no artificial sweeteners or colors, vegan-friendly, for men and women, available on feedmemore.com. You can save 20% with a discount code RYBACKSHOW20. That's RYBACKSHOW20 on feedmemore.com. <clears throat> uh, all right, let's get into things. We got big WrestleMania night two. I watched all of night one, uh, and we'll, we'll talk about all that. We'll go over uh, my picks that I, I picked yesterday. Uh, one of the matches, we'll talk about that, that got canceled. Uh, due to time constraints that what we yet to see if it's going to be on night two. Uh, and the, but first things first. Uh, so TikTok, after I did the Ryback show yesterday, I made one post and I was getting ready to, I had to leave. And I noticed I got a message on TikTok telling me I've been permanently banned from the platform. Now, mind you, I've had no violations. I have no pending violations or community guideline violations on that <clears throat> and none of my posts have been flagged uh or removed or anything of that nature so i'm not uh completely sure uh i've i'm guessing possibly uh something with people reporting the account on the live perhaps um uh, but i'm waiting to i'm out i'm kicked out of the account so i've got my feed me more nutrition account the 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 big guy ryback 22 uh TikTok account is still active being shown to everybody. We're about to hit 2.6 million people on there. Um, and it, it, it's just frustrating. But I have reached out to them on every social platform and through every email that I had uh, on their contact. And also, uh, there's a contact form to appeal the ban um, that I had to, uh, had to submit. I did that this morning. I found that. And, and was able to submit that this morning that their tw TikTok support on Twitter got back to me finally yesterday um, and just asked what my account was. I gave them the account and then they came back with a standard message saying, oh, you have to fill out an appeal, even though they know I'm locked out of my account. So then I had to go find out how do you send them an appeal when you can't get into your account. Um, but we're going to wait. Uh, I, I've, it's just frustrating. We were going to have, I was on pace to have the best month that I've ever had on there. Um, and we'll have to see, <clears throat> I, I can't post or do anything. And uh, it's the one platform now that was once again, showing my content and, uh, but just focus on what I can control at the time being. And uh, I will, all I'll know is I will not let that go. I will go to their headquarters if there are any issues of getting that account back. And I will, I will do everything in my power. I've worked far too hard for, for two and a half going on three years to, to get that to where it's at. And um, so, but focus on here and now we'll, we'll see maybe by the, I'm hoping at some point any day, I'm hoping tomorrow they get back to me 
And uh, yeah, banned and not, by the way, not told the reason why it just says permanently banned and kicked out of the account. Like I can't even get into it. And I just go, but nothing has been like, and I, I have a feeling that, that that is something maybe from people reporting, which is very possible. There's like, as you guys know, this is why I told you that it's bad when there's a portion of people out there and you see it in the spammers and the things and they have like chat forms dedicated to hating me. It is what it is on that. I that's why I, I block and move on. But like it's it's unfortunate that these platforms even allow that to even happen to begin with, which I've not experienced it with that. Like on that, I go, how do you get permanently banned with no warning of not doing anything? None of your posts violated anything. That's it's odd, and it's just, but it's par for the course with everything I've dealt with with the social media. I'm non-existent on Instagram and I know you guys probably get sick of hearing it, but it's like, this is my life and my business and my livelihood and people are messing with it. And it, it, it's unfortunate, but with everything, with the legal issues with WWE, hopefully coming to a close, uh, it's going to be a giant F you to everyone when it's all said and done, but let's get into the, the WrestleMania. Um, <clears throat> and I know a lot of people that go, yeah, it is, it is a joke. And there's people that go, yeah, screw them. You got to understand I have a business. I'm not a regular, I'm not your everyday pro wrestler. I have a business that depends on social media. Do you like, so you have to under social media is a 100% necessity to success. There is no if, ands, or buts about it. Like it is 100%. And then, you know, other people are like, oh, screw social media, big guy. Just go back to TV. Again, you got it. I've had major injuries that what if I could never go back to TV again? This is important. I've got a family and people I need to take care of. So I have to fight this day in and day out. I go, I can't just like, if you just let people just kill your, your family and friends, hey, we're just going to start shooting. You got to fight back. And that's why like love and positivity, but you can't put up with BS. And I was like, this is a very serious matter. And these social platforms have like, this is, I'll wait and see what the approach is going to be on their end. And it will go from there. Hopefully, like I said, it's resolved. It's just odd. The account has had the best week I've had since in, in a long, long time. And then, bam, locked out. So, but we will, uh, hopefully, we'll, I, I, I don't, I do not let up on any of this stuff. I am on these people morning to night. Like, I just don't stop because I know what my goals are. And I go, oh, you're preventing me from my goals now. Now we need to get this resolved. I know I didn't do anything wrong. So let's like you guys ban that account like that without even looking at it. Let's let's get it back on like that, right? So, all right, enough of that. Let's move on. Uh, let's go over the night one. Uh, so I was five and two. Uh, I on my predictions, uh, there were supposed to be eight matches. The Sheamus and uh, Ridge Holland versus New Day got scrapped due to which I was wondering yesterday. I thought that was going to be on before the main event, <clears throat> and I go, oh, are they going to put that on before the main event? And then nothing happened, and it was, we were into the main event with, with KO and Stone Cold with that. And uh, but uh, man, I really, really enjoyed the whole night, and uh, it was. Uh, I thought I thought night one that that could that that, that could just been the night the only night of WrestleMania, and I don't think there would have been. I'm sure we're definitely sure there would have been some complaints from the the, the complaining portion of the audience that complains about everything. But like, I, I absolutely loved it. Uh, I thought uh, there were a lot of, I mean, a lot of big moments throughout the show, but uh, I think Cody and Seth, I thought that really, really 
stood out and delivered and uh, very happy for Cody on everything, on doing things the the route that he went. And, and it, you know, he had a lot of pressure on him and, and went out there and delivered uh, and, and, and engaged the audience. And I thought he's always very good uh, at incorporating certain things into his matches at the right time. And, uh, and Seth is obviously always, always, always just on fire. Right. And uh, it was, that was a good stylistic matchup with that. And, uh, and, and I really, really enjoyed that. And I, and I think, but that, and my favorite thing of the night though, by far was the stone cold KO segment. And uh, I thought they told an amazing story in that and really drew it out, which, you know, that can go either really bad or it can go like it went. And and when you have two guys and you have to give KO a lot of credit, they, uh, as well as Stone Cold, to, to be out for 19 years and to come back. You got to, and granted, he's done appearances for them and talking, but to know you're going to go out there on WrestleMania in front of all those people for your first time actually performing at 57 years old. And you've got a, you've got a, a pretty decent, talking portion out there on top of your entrance on that right with everything and where everyone's kind of wondering like what are we going to get out of this main event but uh and i mentioned it yesterday that i believed it was going to turn into a street fight just knowing what i know that is the best way to do something like that as you saw and um man did they deliver and and stone cold i was the I was pulling for him, knowing what I know and, and talking to him a, a bit last couple of years on his injuries and, and everything. I was, and I'm sure the audience, like there was a point you're watching, you're like, you go, is he going to still be able to go? Is he going to get tired and fatigued? Is, is the old, is the old man like, don't, we don't want to see him embarrass himself. And I thought like, I felt that watching it last night that and like it was in that because he he wrote raised the bar so high for so many people and there were so many young people that grew up like I did that are now adults and watching and reliving their childhood with him and we've seen that sometimes when bring they bring back people that we get our hopes up sometimes and it's not what they once were right right and that's that's just the way that it is with that there just comes a point in time and depends on how people take care of themselves but man that didn't happen last night. And I thought he, I thought I'd go, man, is he going to start getting tired and, and fatigued? And, and they laid that whole thing out so well. And he, and, and the intensity was there when it needed to be there on everything. And I loved, I just loved how they structured the entire thing. And, uh, and with him and just chugging beers, just the old, the old school vet coming back and uh and shutting up the the bad guy trashing his home state and uh and does he still have it and they told that story they did it in the the the, the lead up to it and they did it out there again with with, with ko going out and and, and bashing the crowd and, and steve and uh, you could see it that that like you're like what is it the tension was building or like how are they going to do this are they gonna like how and and, and they did it and they told that story and I thought it was the perfect way to end uh, night one of WrestleMania with with Stone Cold and the beers and um, everything looked great. Everything looked great, and I'm so happy for him. I'm so so happy for him. He uh, and everyone out there. There were a lot of big moments throughout the night 
with that. And, uh, and we could talk about that more. I'm going to hear throughout the show and I'll answer your questions. If you have particular questions, cause I did see the whole thing on all of that. And, uh, but I'm going to go over my picks for night two here first for you, my predictions, which I'll be watching again tonight. And, uh, I was five and two yesterday. So I have a winning record on my picks. The, uh, so if you're going to place your bets, you have a good chance of winning. I have no inside information. I'm not talking to any. I'm not, not messaging the producers asking for the results so I could place sports bets online. The uh, This is just what I think, knowing what I know about the pro wrestling business. And I even said yesterday that I said I was polling for uh, the Mysterios. And I go, but the, I told you guys on here, I go, and I picked them because I wanted to put good good energy out there for them. But I go. There's a good chance that Vince has the, the heels win, so that the babe, so they can't have the father son moment in the ring. And it's sure, goddamn it, sure enough, he did it. So, uh, so I was wrong on that, and I was wrong on the Ronda Rousey thing. And that match was was done very well as well with that. I, I love Ronda and uh, with everything and uh, and Charlotte and both both great. So, all right, night one, night two here predictions from the big guy Ryback. Uh, we have Bobby Lashley coming back to, to face Omos. Uh, and I think this is a thing with Lashley with, with his injuries. They're getting him back. Uh, got him onto WrestleMania where maybe they thought maybe he maybe wasn't going to be on Mania. And I, and I, I, I can't see Omos losing yet with what they're doing with him. I don't, I think, but knowing how they've done, they've done things where he, he, he could lose or gets like counted out. I hope they don't do anything like that. I think he needs a big win over Lashley. I think Lashley, if they do it right, it could be done. Um, it, but it, it wouldn't shock me if Omos lost, though, knowing. And then on Raw, he's destroying two another tag team. Like it would, we've seen it. But I feel like they're going to do good business on this, and Omos is going to continue to build up an undefeated streak. And and uh, Lashley, and it's gonna that, that's a huge win for him, defeating the former WWE champion, uh, Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. Uh, I think I don't know if this is over with yet. If, if it's if this is a one and done, uh, I'm gonna go with McAfee on this. But if they if this is a, a a bit of a longer angle, uh, I wouldn't be shocked. And they decide to do you know one or two pay per views out of this. Uh, I, I could see Austin winning. I'm going to pick uh, Pat McAfee, though. I think they have a lot invested in him in his show. And I think with Austin uh, Theory and the Vince McMahon storyline, I think it's uh, – um, you know what? I'm changing my pick. I'm going to go with Austin Theory. I think that he could – McAfee being the commentator, I'm going to go with Austin because I think there's a better chance – I think he needs a win right here. Uh, in Mania, and I'm, I think that McAfee's the guy. He's known. He does his commentary in his show. He's not a regular performer. Uh, he has an out on that. So I'm going to go with Austin Theory on that. My final pick: Sami Zayn, Johnny Knoxville. Anything goes. Um, this is a tough one. Knoxville's gotten the best of him a lot here. Uh, I want to see Sami Zayn come out on top. And uh, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Zayn tonight. He needs a win on this and in, in, in over Knoxville, uh, in, even though that's all entertainment. But uh, I'm going Zane. Uh, Edge versus AJ Styles. Uh, I think Edge uh, pulls this one off, 
And uh, as he has the, the, the momentum going at the moment, uh, I feel like AJ maybe doesn't have the momentum going uh, and, and things. Are, I don't want to say stale or anything of that nature because he's, he's awesome, right? Uh, but I, I think Edge, they, with everything that they – I think Edge gets the win tonight on this. Uh, the big women's tag team championship match um, with, with uh, Queen Zelina, Carmella, Sasha Banks, Naomi versus Ripley, Liv Morgan, and Natalia Shayna. This one, I'm not too, too caught up on anything going on, uh, but I'm going to go with uh, Sasha and Naomi getting the big win in Dallas tonight on that one. Uh, Tag Team Championship, RK-Bro, the champions versus uh, Street Profits versus the Alpha Academy. I think we see RK-Bro retain uh, their titles tonight. I think big money uh, is with them in merchandising, and uh, Randy has a pretty pretty good track record uh, of getting big wins. WWE Championship match. Uh, Universal Champion uh, versus WWE Champion Brock versus Roman. Uh, I'm going to say Roman is going to is going to going to come out champion tonight, and uh, but I think they will obviously uh, protect Brock. Uh, and I would not be shocked if there is a surprise afterwards tonight of some sorts because night one was so big and so big by design. And everyone delivered on their end that I go, they have to have something even bigger uh, planned uh, for night two. And and I don't know what that is. Like I said, I talked yesterday, is it a surprise appearance by The Rock and they have a stare down with Rock and Roman just to put it out there? Maybe if they can get the deal done for Rock, maybe they have it done already for next year. I don't know. Does Cena come back with, with Roman again? But they, I don't, I don't see that being the case necessarily. Rock? Is, is that, or if they have something else planned, I don't know. Um, and and, and, and all, they also might not. They might just, it might just be the unification. But it's something, I, I get the feeling that there's going to be something big after this match or something in the match. And, uh, but I'm going to, my, my pick is Roman on that. So that's my night two predictions. We'll see how I fare during, uh, after, after tonight with everything on all of that. Welcome to the show, guys, everyone. I'm here, Ryback TV. Uh, all uh, super chats are brought up on the screen. The big guy, Ryback's Coffee Money. I appreciate everybody joining the live stream on TikTok as well. Sorry, on Instagram. Let's see. Let's get into some questions you guys have. Good to see all of you. Uh, Z Wolf says, no, I'm not gay. I love Ryback. Okay, buddy. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, Pat McAfee with an outside, uh, help from Michael Cole would be a good finish. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, I, so I think the Austin theory needs to win. And, and the more that I'm thinking about this with everything you're, you're doing the angle with Vince and I, it, you need wins. You need big wins, and and, and they they truly do matter. Uh, in being able to play those roles at the right time, and with Pat not being a regular time performer, he does not need the victory. He does nothing. He's already the top rated podcast. He's he's do, kicking ass on the commentary booth. He he doesn't need in like he it, you know what? There's no long term booking with this. So I think it was a way to, to get more with what he's doing, more publicity for the show, get some crossover stuff with Brock and Vince on the show, right? 
and and they put a lot of wrestlers on there and different things. But uh, I think Austin comes out on top theory. Uh, why are you using cheap headphones? I love these. I actually have probably 10 of these things all throughout the house. I've used all the expensive headphones and I actually have one other pair that I use sometimes. Uh, I, I go through headphones quite a lot and I found, I ordered these a long time ago after I went through like five or six pairs of the beats and the sound quality on these, I don't tell it. I can't tell a difference. Hey, thank you, Emily, but we're going to have to uh, put you in timeout, please. No spamming the chat. And uh, so, but I don't, I don't look at anything as cheap if they work really well. And the, honestly, the quality of these is on, no different than, than the Beats by Dre. Some interesting people. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, I do not know what show Cody is going to. Um, I would imagine he's going to Raw, though. Yeah, I don't know Stone Cold as far as... Uh, I don't know. He, he, he clearly looked... He looked great to me for especially, I feel like this whole thing was not, uh, I'm sure, I don't know how much notice he had with all everything, but with all his injuries and his, his back, his neck, his knees, legitimate, like real, that were bad when he was in his thirties, you know, he, uh, being 57, man, I was, uh, I, I was just, I think everyone, it was, I, 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 I was so happy and, and, and I felt like I could relate in a way of like what, and because it's not my situation though, my situation's different. And, but like, just happy knowing him uh, and, and him getting closure to go out uh, and, and, and delivering. I'm telling you, that is such a high pressured situation uh, of being out for that long and closing out a WrestleMania like that, man. But if there's anyone that could have done it, it was, it was Steve and, and he did it. He did it, and KO'd, KO did it. That those guys, he and they both give them all the credit in the world. But yeah, I tell you, it was very motivating. It really, like, it tells me, like, I'm 40 and feel better than I felt in, since my 20s, and I just watched a 57-year-old ass-kicking, beer-chugging, stone-cold Steve Austin come back and perform at, at a very, very high level again. And granted, it wasn't your typical stereotypical wrestling match, but it never needed to be that. It was exactly as advertised, plus, and and a whole lot more. But what I thought it was going to be to begin with in a street fight, and uh, and damn, damn it, they pulled it off. I thought for a moment, Steve, I would have really enjoyed it if he, when they had the on the uh, SUV or not the SUV, the uh, the four wheeler. If they would have, I thought when he was going up the stage, I thought there was a chance. I go, are they going to go run through the stage? Like when I ran Cena through at the because they can gimmick it, and I go that would have been badass. 
if they could have just drove off of the thing and it explodes, <laughs> you would have had to go into the finish at some point with that, or that is the finish. But I would have, that would have been a hell of a way to close out the show. But we, you needed stunners to go to, 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 to close the show. I, my stomach was getting bloated just watching Steve drink all the beers, though. And I know he's spitting a lot of it out, but he's drank a lot. That guy, he was, he went through a serious amount of beer. Uh, I did not see the Hall of Fame at all. I've not seen, I, I will see parts of it as time goes on here. I've not seen it though. I've just seen like little clips, little clips so far. Who do I think is better, Connor or Khabib? I really, really enjoyed their fight. I thought Connor did as well as anyone could have done against Khabib. Khabib is a monster, though. Khabib is a monster, and that was very personal for him. You know, I don't. I'm, I'm pulling for Connor to come back over his injury and uh, and see if he. I think. It, I think. I and I know a lot of people with the ratings, and he's been out, but he's such a huge draw. His losses are coming to the top tier opponents, by the way. In the, the he has it, it's not nowhere near as what like in Rogan talks about it all the time. Like the guy is <clears throat> just a, a, a tremendous competitor, and he went into his last fight with a broken leg already with that. And I've I, I know what that is like because I've done that and I kept wrestling with my angle dangling. <clears throat> and that guy, no fear throwing kicks with a fractured shin bone already, tibula. And I'm just like, you guys, man, that guy's he's a different breed, and uh. He uh, I, comes back, and if he fights Oliveira for the title and he wins, Jesus. I just think and they, they, you know, they, can, they can get some big, big, big fights with him. And, uh, but, man, you're fighting the absolute – he's fighting the absolute best in the world with that in his division, right? So I'm pulling for him. But, you know, what? I'll, I'll tell you, though, it's not <clears> – <throat> when you have, you have a certain level of money and he has a business, he has a lot of people around him as well. And a lot of help, I would imagine, and support with all the business ventures and the entrepreneurship that he's doing. And I love it. I love it. But I will say you have to have all your P's and Q's in order. You can actually have better training having all that money because you could get your schedule and you have access to recovery, things that you didn't have when you were younger. But at the same time, you the power of being hungry, which I don't think has ever been a question for him. But And we've seen it with greats that can, can overcome it, and he's overcome it in the past. But in that game, you're dealing with people. They know what's at stake. Wins over Conor McGregor. So Conor McGregor fighting anybody isn't necessarily elevating Conor in like life or financially, right? So, but even though he doesn't, but the guys that are fighting him gain so much from beating him. So they're training even hungrier than ever. And he's, it's really makes it even more difficult for him. So, uh, but he's human just like anybody else. And anybody could beat anybody in that game, any given night. And it's, the one you you could be the greatest thing in the world, and then the the, the your next fight you're not, and it, it, it but you might only have one or two of those moments, and then you just choose it. It's over, and you know it's like people you got to respect that, and it's the the courage they have to go out there and do that, and and to, to compete, and that's oftentimes a lot of fans understand that, and then you have the portion of people that live in fear that don't understand it, that criticize and attack and turn on people in a heartbeat, and you just got to shut them out, block them out, and keep moving forward. William, Super Chat, Schaefer, what's going on, buddy? What do you think of Tiger Woods making a comeback? 
So I know he's had a, a lot of injuries and a lot of setbacks and um, he's had a lot of like back surgeries and different, like the leg surgery. Uh, not an easy thing to overcome. I believe he's playing in the masters now, right? That he's not, he's, he's, is that correct on that? But uh, I'm not, is I'm, I haven't looked at what's going on here lately with everything, but you know, he loves golf. Uh, he, he's continuing to play as his son who I think is going to be a beast already is uh, and just going to continue to develop and get better. And what, who's better to have as a coach than, than your dad, Tiger Woods, like, <clears throat> right. And so um, I'm pulling for him as well. That's, but my thing is once you have back surgery, you're never the same, never the same. And even though you can have great moments, I think, and you know, if you look at the things he's had, like with, with pain pills and, that's like kind of tied into the wrestlers that get injured that have the surgeries and that live on the pain pills and it leads to other problems. Right. And I think we've seen that in him as well. Uh, and, you know, living in pain and it's in, in trying to still be who you were very difficult thing. And uh, so I hope that whatever he does, he stays healthy and is pain free or, or manages the pain as, uh, as well as possible. And uh, could be there to, uh, for his son and to, to help pass on uh, that legacy to his son. And, and I think he will. I think he will. I think that will keep him. I think that's probably what has kept him and will keep him in line is, is having that, that his son around him. Right. <clears throat> yeah. I, you know, if Bray came back, that's a possibility in the main event tonight, Bray coming back to fiend. I think that would be huge. I think that would get, I think that would get a WrestleMania night two worthy reaction to close the show that that will will compete with night one. And, and I love that we're even talking about how is that's going to become the new thing. And you always had the Raw and SmackDown little rivalry, which was never really, really a rivalry. But it's talked about a little bit. What was the better show? Right. And whatnot. But like I think it's now turning into it's going to be the the new thing is going to be. What night are you on in WrestleMania and that rivalry? Who's going to have the better WrestleMania, night one or night two? I think that's pretty cool. Inside to have a little bit of that competition, like, and then you've got everybody working together to make the show each night better. That and that that to me is really, really a positive. If that is that has to be going on already for this, because how you just with everyone, I mean, night one kicked ass. I that was an overwhelmingly positive pay-per-view. And uh, and I was very, very happy with it. And I thought the times of the matches were good. Nothing felt like really – I thought the crowd kept its energy for the most part. They, they, they didn't die out, that, uh, which, is, which can happen very easily on longer shows. And I, uh, I, was, I was really, really happy with it. Uh, I talk positively about wrestling and you see, brother, I think you, when you say like, Oh, Ryback talking positive about WWE, what's going on. I'm talking positive about the matches and what's going on. Something I've done from day one, by the way, on that, but I tell the truth on my stuff and my circumstances and what's going on. And you got, man, you got to have the brain cells, brother. You got to have the brain cells, brother, to be able to distinguish that. And I've done it from the beginning, just because you look at some dirt sheets and you think you have things figured out and you read some negative things and a lot of things taken out of context. If you actually watch and listen, it's 99% overwhelmingly positive 
on just stuff in general. And then I, when I tell the truth on things going on, and then you want to take that and run with that in whatever direction you want to go. But man, you got you got to be able to to understand that. I think night two is going to go out there and kick ass as well. I think after night one, I think everyone at the uh, stadium today, I think there's just going to be a uh, that 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 competition is just going to be kind of running through everyone's veins and uh, wanting to. I don't think anyone wants to be on the card of night two now and be like night one was the real WrestleMania. Night two didn't deliver. I think that's gonna. That's why I say I think this is going to turn into a nice little competition within the company on what night of WrestleMania is going to be the real WrestleMania. Night one, man, I wouldn't, it, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to bet against it right now. I wouldn't want to be in that position. Uh, okay. We've got uh, Timmy G. Good to see you, bud. What was the logic behind having a pyrotechnic go off for your entrance without being visible? And was your entrance something you had creative over? So, yeah, that actually, I, um, I don't know how I have mixed feelings on it. I, uh, I see a lot of the pyro they give a lot of people and I go, but I go, you look, it, either your entrance works or it doesn't work. My entrance worked and the, it was almost like a, the sound that it's called a concussion and it's a loud bang. And when I would shut down and boom, um, with all of that, the, the, the loud boom. And then when I got in the ring and did the hands pound into the, when I'd go to the ropes to the hard cam and the, uh, it got reactions. People would go, Oh, like the, the, re, they were, it would catch people the either off guard or they were expecting it. It was always got a very good reaction and it fit. And you look at like, you look at a guy like stone cold who doesn't have pyro, but then you look at other people that have this elaborate pyro. And I think it's just dependent on if you need it or not. And, and I, and I realized when, after we got going, I go, Oh, I don't need pyro. I am the pyro. I'm the pyro. I'm the energy. And that's all plays that plays that just that little sound adds into it. And that was just the way that I that I chose to interpret it, and um, you know, and, and everyone might have different opinions, but I that that entrance and that concussion, I had that that noise on live events. They were able to travel, bring that to live events where people that had pyro and things they couldn't use that at live events. So I always had my real entrance, whether it was TV or live events, all the time. Um, and, and so I was always grateful for that because you always want everything to be as close to TV as possible when you're doing live events. Um, and yeah, they, they built my entrance was my entrance. I designed my entrance based off. And I came up with all of that and where I was essentially, and I've explained this. It was, I come out and I'm collecting the energy in the arena. Everything with me is energy based. And I would take the energy in the arena. And then I, I've told you guys, I had to explain this to Vince, Billy Kidman guy. He goes, Vince wants to know why you do your entrance. This is when I was already doing it for quite a while. And, uh, I had to explain this to Billy Kidman. I love Billy Kidman. And Billy's looking at me with a shit-eating grin on his face. And he goes, all right, Vince, are you ready for this? <laughs> and, he, and he told Vince, and Vince said, I love it. And, like, he just wanted to know, though, 
Vince just wanted to know why I did what I did. And it was, but it was essentially I go, I'm going out there. I'm collecting the arena, the energy in the arena. And then I am injecting the energy into my quads and I shut down and I let the energy, the energy take over. And that is what, and that was the baby face Ryback entrance that it was the energy of the, the, the crowd I thrived off of. And that's, and that's where I got the entrance. And that's why I would say, wake up. It's feeding time as I woke up because I would shut down and then wake up a different, a different animal. Right. So that was the Ryback psychology on the entrance with that. And I came up with that based off the theme music. When I was driving, I listened to it over and over. I go, okay, if I walk out at this point and you think about these things as they come along, because if, if you look at my first entrance on my debut, it wasn't what the entrance was eventually as, as things got going, right? But that music was a little different, and I was figuring things out. I had to have the, I didn't have the, the Feed Me More thing yet. I didn't say that yet with all of that. I was doing the hand motion, but I didn't. It, it, and that stuff comes together and just pieced it together, man. And it's a beautiful thing when it, when it, when it comes together and it works. Uh, we're going to block, brother. Just too many weirdos in here. We've got a decent little amount of people here in Ryback TV. Thank you, guys. going to block another person. We've got some real, I guess, some real weirdos that come into these damn, damn lives. Uh, I will decide and, and have conversations about my wrestling future once I um, once I have all the legal stuff over with WWE. Sheiky baby, good to see you, my man. Sheiky baby, Iron Sheik, I want you to come in with the the big guy. We're gonna do an invite. Hold on. Sheiky baby, I'm not going to block you yet, my man. People want to see you come into the chat. Let's have a little conversation, Sheiky baby. Have a little conversation. Sheiky baby, click that link under my stream yard. I'm going to come in. We're going to go one-on-one -on -one with the big guy. Appreciate all the love and support, guys. Thank you. Uh, so, not offended easily at all. I would say I'm the most laid back, fun loving person. I don't allow people to disrespect me that I can't punch in the face. So I just simply block and move on. And it's your loss with that. And it's, I think it's the best part is I have no hate with any of it. People get so upset getting blocked. My thing, I think it's hilarious that if you're going to go on to someone's thing and just try to be a, just an asshole. And then my thing is, well, okay. I can't control how you're going to act on the other thing. You're not doing it to my face. And so we just block you and let you go about your business with everything, right? And then you think that you are you need to then feel better because you're insecure about the block. So you go, oh, they're offended really easily. No, no, no. I just think you're a piece of shit and I can't punch you in the face. So I block you. <laughs> uh, and I because I, I, I tell I've never met a bad fan in person. I meet great people all the time. But you, you guys, you guys come around on the chats, and that's why people, you guys all do the same thing. You guys go from wrestler to wrestler, from celebrity to celebrity, 
And you guys just acting like losers, man. Like if you don't like me, whatever, if I say something you don't like, just, just leave, man. Go focus on you. Go build a business. Do whatever. But it's like it's a negative loser mindset. And they, you go from one person to the other and you're like, you just get blocked after block. Like what a sad existence. You just like, oh, what did you do? Well, I had 17 Pop-Tarts. I drank 13 Mountain Dews. I jerked off five times and I've got blocked by five celebrities. Time for bed. Like, come on. Sheiky baby, I need you to come in. That is not Sheiky baby on here. That is a NWO Sheiky baby. I need the authentic Sheiky baby. No, I did not hear about that guy disrespecting me again, and I don't care. Nothing that comes out of his mouth is true, and I'm just not. He is he just non-existent to me. If we put, if he had a conversation with me, I would destroy him on the air. Like if he, because I'm telling you, everything he says is a lie, and I would destroy him with facts. He's a coward. He's never once called me. He's never texted me. He is a coward. I don't even have his number. He's a coward. We just move on. What's going on? You heard Vince is buying AEW? I I have not heard that. That would be... uh... That would be quite the thing if Vince bought AEW, though. But I don't, I don't, I don't think that would be the case. Hello, good to see all of you. What other questions do we have? Super chats are brought up on the screen. We've got a uh, 216 live on Ryback TV. Nice little number for live in here. Uh, I will be doing a new feeding time video uh on tuesday that will come out on wednesday yeah walter we had three days of the of the ryback show well in all fairness too i told you and i got banned on tiktok until i get it fixed the uh that was making it like we're really motivating because i was going to have my best month ever on there and the lives really helped me jack up my follower count on there and uh as well as the video views what we're not able to stream on there today but yeah i figured too with wrestlemania everyone get excited and i I really enjoyed yesterday's show and uh the predictions doing the show makes it a little more fun so because it was uh i haven't just the last two i watched the last pay-per-view with peacock and this this one here so Yeah, I talked about the Cody returned. I enjoyed it. I thought it was, uh, and I had a feeling they were going to leave everything the same with him, and they did. And uh, because I, just knowing him, I, I don't think he would have went back if they changed things too much. And uh, I'm curious to know on, on the deal that he signed and, and see if that stuff. I wish they made stuff public knowledge on contracts so other talents. I think all other sports and entertainment, you all that stuff is public knowledge. But in pro wrestling, 
the contracts are hidden and it, it's being done on purpose because, and that's how they get away with paying a lot of people a lot less than they should. And it's one of the things I was really vocal about it. Contracts should be public knowledge, but what that does is then empowers other wrestlers that know like, Hey, wait a minute. I'm used more than that guy. I'm doing I'm like this and that I should be at least making that. And they, that is something it's, it's one of the worst things about the business in my opinion. Let's see. What else do we have? The man that owns AEW is richer than WWE owner. That could be wrong. Uh, I've I've heard that as well. I'm not I'm not familiar on on the statistics of that though. Uh, Robbie asked how they banned me on TikTok, brother. I did. I, I made my last post. All my posts are up, and it the it was what rapper? What's your rapper name? On that, I I did my Ryback live show. I streamed it on there. That that went up. Uh, I made a post. I think I and then I was in my kitchen and I had I was getting ready to leave the house and and I checked the the app and I got a notification saying you were permanently banned uh, for repeated violations. And I go, repeated violations? I haven't had any violations on that. And I, I remember there was a, a weak violation that got overturned. And it comes from people, I think, that some something happened on a reporting on something. I don't know I don't know what that is, but they didn't give me the reason on it. And so then I had to message everything, the emails and the I, – I got kicked out of the account. I can't even file an appeal on the account. I had to file an appeal on their website under the section for people that are banned. The account is still up and running. They're showing my content. We're about to hit 2.6 million followers on there, but I am I'm locked out of it. And I just have my Feed Me More Nutrition account on TikTok. So if you guys want to follow that, I've just been going on that and checking. And I filed an appeal with that account even. I've not heard back anything yet. And unfortunately, the bad thing about this is sometimes these things could take a bit. And I, I'm trying to just remain optimistic. I'm like, let's just wait. Let's get into the week and see if they get back. And uh, I had some contacts with them and um, I've shot some messages out and seeing if somebody could help me get back into the account. Cause I can tell you right now, there was nothing that violated any of their guidelines. I've read over their guidelines. I'm familiar with their guidelines. I, that, I value that account more than any other account on that. So it's, and I looked at, I've looked at posts. I go, okay, any of these posts, I could see if they did this or that. And I go, no, they would have removed the post and they haven't. And in the nothing it's, it's, I wish I knew, and I wish they would actually give you a specific reason. Uh, but it, like I've said, nothing shocks me anymore. I'm dead on Instagram. Like my Instagram is completely shot. I mean, I, I made a post, I got like 30 something views. It was seen by like 87 people after being up for hours with over 1.5 million followers. And you just go, how does that in that same post gets hundreds of thousands of, of views on TikTok. It's crazy with that, but I know what's going on. And I, I share this information and this was years of communicating with these companies behind the scenes. That's why I'm vocal with it now because what I was doing wasn't working. So it's like, well, I just got to be public with it. So at least people that follow me know what's going on, but 
you know, even Twitter, even post on Twitter that even like if I tweet, I tweeted about Stone Cold last night and it does like, it looks like it does like decent, only barely over 1% of my following even saw that post impression wise. That, that was, and, and like, but so, and I can't get the traction. Nothing will go viral on there because nothing's being seen. The only way anything on that platform gets seen is if it's something where dirt sheets will pick up and then they get the clicks through that. And it's the people that don't like me already, usually that share it and retweet it. And it's, that's how the numbers go get up on a, a few posts, like the triple H post. That was the only reason that posted even remotely decent, which even that wasn't that good. Like that, that would have been just like a normal post if everything was normal, but that's like, that's what I'm dealing with. And I've realized, and I've learned to use that and do things with like promotions for the, for the website, the supplements with that. But it, it man, it's, it's a frustrating thing having a business and, and encountering this, but at the same time, I use it for motivation with that. And I fully intend, I swear to God, like the moment I'm back, I'm going to schedule meetings at the headquarters and I'm going to be so vocal. I'm going to, and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to, I promise you, I'm going to get something really big out of this. I promise you with it. And because I'm going to be in a position to do so at some point in time. And I, I do not forget. I, I, I will forgive at some point, but I do not forget. And, and it is, it is always like, it's, I find a way to get my way and it might not be right away, but it will happen eventually. All right, Shiki baby, I'm going to let you go ahead and make another account. We're going to block you. Uh-oh, what happened to the comment section with Shiki baby? Well, we may have a, let me see here. All right, we've got the comments back. I thought all the comments got deleted. Uh, good question here. Do you think... WWE will give Cody the unified title after the Reigns and Lesnar feud. Uh, no, I don't. I think Cody is with everything going on and with his, and coming from the family that he comes from. I think his goal is to uh, win the WWE championship. And uh, I have no doubt that Cody signed a deal that is beneficial for him and his family um, that was in, in, where I think he, it's going to be used significantly better. I would hope so anyways. <clears throat> but I would not be shocked if at some point in time things, if, if things went south and his booking got really bad, I also would not be shocked. And that's just me knowing what I know and how things work. If he signed a deal where they ultimately have creative control in the decision-making, but they are, I do believe they're going to, I don't think that's going to happen. I want to believe that's not going to happen. But I wouldn't be surprised if at some point it did. And that's just, but he's, he only, he knows the deal that he signed. And, and I don't think he, he would, he would, I don't know, take that risk. But at the same time, if the goal is the WWE championship, uh, and that's the goal he, he may, he may have. So. Uh, 
Uh, let's see, looking for some questions here. Uh, hold on, let me take a look here and see. Um, Uh, Ryback, leave this stuff alone. Let's talk about Phoenix Marie. What do you think of her? Is she hot? Yeah, Phoenix. I actually just talked to Phoenix yesterday again. I talked to her while I was watching WrestleMania. Uh, she wants to go get food this week again. I'll probably go see her at some point Wednesday or Friday this week. I've known Phoenix for years. And of course, she's a beautiful woman. Everyone. I call her I go, my sweet little innocent angel. <laughs> Uh, I cracked myself up. Jose, would I ever go skydiving sometime? And are you afraid of heights? Absolutely not. I would not even, I, I love life too much. I, I, I love taking Sophie and little guy, my responsibilities for them. What would happen? You know, you go skydiving and, and a horrific accident and you die and my dogs don't have me anymore. What a piece of trash I am, right? Why? Because I, I, I'm not happy enough with all the day-to-day -day life already. I tell you what, Jose, going and getting a black Starbucks coffee, that's my adrenaline rush. That's my skydiving for the day. I have learned to be so happy with the simplest things. And hold on, we're going to... Guys, I don't speak whatever language you're trying to communicate in, so I can't let you spam my chat with that. Because um, I don't know what you're saying, and but I'm going to assume it's not good. I've learned to be happy with the simple things in life, Jose. So I, I, I am a, a caveman, Neanderthal, living in modern times. You know, I don't... Okay, we've got another... Hold on, give me one second. All right, we've got that. We've got both of the uh, spammers, and I don't know what language they're using. Looks like some kind of Saudi Arabian, Arabian language. Um, are you tired of the hypocrites who trash WWE for years and eventually go back? Uh, people, Ultimate Warrior, Cody, etc. Nope, none of my business, and it's none of yours. People speak the truth, and you guys got to understand too. There's people, you guys, it, that's a loser mindset. You could feel one way and speak your truth, and then at a different point in time, have a different viewpoint if, if things are different, right? It's very, that's very, very possible. And everything, like, that is a loser mindset, though. That, like, you guys say, this is what you guys do. Like, there's people, like I told you earlier in the chat, that think that, like, that I just bash WWE all the time. I talk good about WWE and the wrestlers on a lot of things with that. But you have selective hearing on, you'll choose, you want to think, oh, Ryback only talks bad about WWE. So you're just searching and looking for those things or the things that's what you see because you're on all the wrong places. You're viewing trash websites. You're, you're watching, going to websites by people with very, very low intelligence, that if you saw them in person, you would be like, Jesus Christ, I'm actually reading what they're thinking. I'm not even making, like, but you do, and you let them, and then you guys get these weird opinions, and it's like this weird dork culture that, like, it's like you just mad. That's why I block. I have nothing, like, get out of here. And I recognized it when I was a kid and I went to my first WWE shows. I tell you guys this all the time. I literally, I looked at my dad. I go, what's wrong with all these people? And he and he, he said something, and I'm not even going to repeat it anymore. 
and with that and but like they just mentally off man mentally off and it's like and there's there's a ton of great fans and good loving people but man those those gremlins that are mentally off i have no time for them and they're they're evil you see it why did none of us want it you see like i just saw something with ronda and it, it, it with people putting out false reports again and, and i'll tell you a lot of that stuff too can come from within the walls of the organization of people that are jealous and insecure that she comes in and makes a lot of money and gets to do cool things that are so jealous and insecure, whether it be talent or producers, they leak this negative trash stuff to the dirt sheets so that she has to deal with the hate and the negativity. I swear to God, I've dealt with this from day one. And I, then I realized, they go, man, this stuff lies just coming up. Then then you have to take the time to, to deal with it in, in your personal life. And it's stupid. It's the one of the most toxic. This is why I said, like, you got to, I, I, like, and, and once I'm back, there will be such an, I've got things in, all set up already on keywords and filters. So I don't see 99% of the negative BS anymore on a lot of it with that. I have no time for that. I'm too busy building and moving forward. I do not want your thoughts anywhere near my energy with that. But like the key is to just block that stuff out as much as possible and just keep doing cool, good things and living life. And like, but unfortunately, the, the, a lot of people are miserable and thrive off of what trying to ruin other people's success and, and happiness and things like that. And it, it's a horrible thing, man. And it's just a loser mindset. And I just don't, I don't, I don't put up with it. What other questions do we got today, guys? I am still a wrestler. You never forget how to be a wrestler. And uh, and I, I've trained and kept myself in shape. I'm in the best conditioning I've ever been in. And uh, and once everything is over and the legal stuff and the shoulders, I could do pull-ups for the first time again. I haven't been able to do pull-ups in years. And uh, like I'm in, a, I'm getting stronger and, and more muscular every week. And like when my shoulder and the, the tissue is breaking down in the areas I need it, it's just – this is, it's never been overcome before. I'm in a very good place. I'm in a very good place professionally, business-wise. And uh, I believe there's going to be, it's going to be great for a very, very cool opportunity at some point in time. I'm 40. I've got no gray hairs. I'm in the best shape, guys. I'm not worried about, I take care of myself. I have no aches or pains. My back is 100%. You know, it's not a story of me coming back in my late 50s or 60s. It's coming back for my prime. And all the guys that are there and beat themselves up, I'm completely recharged and refreshed. And I and I will back it up. I will back it up. And I'm I've everything I've said, I always back up on that. And I will back that up because I'm confident in my abilities and my ability to work. We've got a new Rybacker in the house. Thank you. Oh, Fa Dieting. Good to see you in here again, buddy. Do you have a shipment to outside of the U.S.? Yeah, we have worldwide shipping uh, with Feed Me More Nutrition on FeedMeMore.com. $34.99 worldwide shipping. I recommend buying multiple things. And you, we pay the difference out of the shipping is more. We pay the difference for you on that um, as well. And we, but shipping to uh, Canada is $19.99. And then right now domestic shipping is $9.99 uh, in the United States. But if your orders are over $125, it's free domestic shipping. And right now, don't forget, guys, I'm giving you guys a free Feed Me More Nutrition premium workout T-shirt. Uh, very, very good quality shirt, guys. 
for free with your orders on feedmemore.com for the month of April. So go there, check that out. Add the shirt when it pops up on the sl- Just select this, your size on the shirt. We have small through 3XL. And uh, I wear a 3XL myself. But uh, pick whatever size fits you best. And uh, yeah, enjoy. <laughs> what do I think the future is? I don't, I don't have my magic eight ball with me. So, okay. That's a hell of a question to get kicked out of here on and spamming. But thank you. What do you think? Man, I tell you guys, some of the things... If you're going to get kicked out of here, come on, make it worth my while. What do I think the future is? Jesus. I think it's going to be good. But you couldn't hear it because you've been blocked. You can't even get to hear your own question. Where'd that other super chat go? I, I see I'm missing a super chat here. Hold on. Do, do, do. Ah, here it is. Uh, the Resident Evil AMC says, hello, how are you, my friend? I'm doing very well and uh, looking forward to enjoying my coffee, doing a little Ryback show with you guys, and looking forward to night two of WrestleMania tonight, 5 p.m. here Pacific time, 8 Eastern. Hope you're doing well. Thank you for the super chat, buddy. Super chats are brought up on the screen, guys, if you have a question that is must be answered. Iron Shiki Baby's back. I own you. <laughs> you make the big guy humble, Shiki Baby. Let's go to IG. Do we have a question on IG here? Do an Instagram streaming. Thank you for this is boring. Well, I appreciate you staying in here watching it being boring. Welcome to the Ryback Show. Hashtag boring. Switch back over to your Pornhub site and and go to town on yourself, and I hope you have a good day. Do I think Undertaker's going to come back at some point? You know, after him saying never say never tells me that I think it's he, the fact that he said that is if the right situation comes along, that he's, he's possibly thinking about it. And I bet you now after watching Stone Cold go out there and kicking ass at 57, and with his injuries and, and I'm good and just knowing the competitive spirit of people and that whole, all those people are all in the same class together, man, it, 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 it wouldn't shock me. I hope though stone cold. I want to see that as much as I want to see him back in, on a, on TV. I would prefer that to that's it as far as physical. Cause it was, I don't think it could be topped. I thought that was, but you never know. And I know Vince, God damn it. He could still go. Oh, we can get three more pay-per-views out of Austin. I, 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 so I don't, but I will tell you this. I, last night, I thought the perfect way to end the show, this is just me personally, was after stunning Saxton in the ring, I would have loved for Vince McMahon's music to hit and him to come down one last time and to take one last stunner from Steve. And uh, I thought that would have been, but I think that's high risk as well with everything. And, and Vince doesn't take the best stunners. And so they probably, probably just said, yeah, let's just, let's just go the, 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 the higher percentage route of not having that happen. <clears throat> Shiki baby. Good to see you. Okay. Easy. We're going to put you in timeout. Easy on saying you love me guys. You don't have to spam it while you say it.
I don't if AEW and WWE face each other, buddy, you have two different promoters that then have to interact and decide how they want that to go, which is is a very difficult thing to ever happen. Because ultimately one show has to come out better than the other show typically on that. And do you think any of them want to do that to their product? South Africa in the house. Hello, hello. Yeah, Walter. I don't I think this is a fake Iron Sheiky. I don't think this isn't the same talk. Iron Sheiky just says I own you, by the way. This Sheiky baby's calling me daddy. This is an NWO fraud Iron Sheik. So I'm not going for it. Somebody changed their name to, to Iron Sheik and, and is trying to go live with me. And it's the guy that was calling me, the Z guy that was calling me daddy yesterday. I'm telling you, we've got a very dedicated following that likes getting blocked and coming back. Can you imagine doing these lives once I'm back? And if my account isn't suppressed, we could have a lot of real characters in here. I could be on bus just doing this, just talking to thousands of weirdos. And then the cool people that are in here that I that I actually like and have a relationship with and, and look forward to seeing every every week. Let's see. Do we have any other questions on here? Check out on Instagram. We have any other questions on IG Live? What's going on? Good to see you guys. Welcome to the Ryback Show. Uh, yeah, Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch. I really enjoyed that match as well. I thought it was great storytelling. Uh, and Bianca getting getting the win after what happened with their previous encounter and, and losing really quickly to Becky, they they put on a hell of a match. Bianca, they and I told you guys, they she I I really 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 love her energy. She is a badass too. Her build, everything, her look, just marketable. If as a promoter, they gotta love having her on the roster, and I can't I can't imagine that she's she has to be making them. Uh, a considerable amount of money from merchandising and action figures. And she's just, to me, a hell of a look. She's in like, but beautiful, but can like just go. She's she's built, man, strong. The stuff she does is very impressive. I always, I love power wrestling, power hybrid wrestling and people with, because I believe that ultimately at the end of the day, sheer power can overcome so much power with endurance can overcome pretty much anything in the world. And then you put power, endurance with, with skill, an unstoppable combo. Hey, yo, what are your thoughts on Matt Cardona's run outside of WWE? Uh, I love Zach. I think he's doing fantastic. Uh, followed each other. I always loved. I told Zach. 
I worked with Zach on a live event the first time I ever got to wrestle him. And I believe I had already turned heel. He was babyface. His booking was not great. And but we got to go out and have have a match and had time. And uh, and I remember I I after the match, he's he's so good. And what I tell there's guys like there's so much little things that you learn that a lot of guys, a lot of wrestlers don't learn unless you're in the system and get taught by legends and people that really have a lot of experience. And if you come from WWE developmental, you usually, they send down the legends and you pick up things from them. A lot of guys don't, but if you do, it, it really, really can set things apart. Zach was so good at selling. And what I mean by that is he had a good flow to him when he was selling and, and getting beaten up and opening up and allowing to where putting offense on him was just effortless because there was always an opportunity. He wasn't, he, he's very fluid and he's, he's very good in the ring. And it, like it's, but the, the thing with Zach is Zach in WWE, we all saw Zach knows how to get himself over with that. And Zach has gotten himself over multiple times and, and the system let him down. And, and we have, we share a similar, he was red hot, got shut down. I was red hot, got shut down with that. And there's nothing you could do when they want to shut it down. There's just, there's absolutely, you, you, if you go against it, you're not professional. If you do it, then you you got then then in a portion of the fans' eyes, you failed, which is impossible in physical acting with that, right? But I think everything he's done, he's highly motivated, and uh, he he left I think on on terms where he's not being suppressed or being blocked on anything, and he's allowed, and he's going out and kicking ass, man, and doing podcasts and staying active and and doing the whole thing. You know, my my thing is at the end of the day. With that, you could still do all of that, okay? You could still do all of that. And if that is your how you you do you go back to those promotions, there's no guarantee they could do the same thing to you all over again. I believe, and I but I respect it and I love it and I think it's great. I believe if you could become financially successful, that and there's various routes to take to success. Sometimes people may not see that, but if you can position yourself through your contract protection wise and you've been a financial success which he's done as well because he has plenty of other things outside of just the wrestling with that 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 is where you could gain some leverage to having more success but we've seen what happened to ec3 he went out he went and got himself over he went back and got booked even worse i thought because you go back to the same nothing you there wasn't nothing no leverage had changed so to me, but what Zach has done, he can make a living doing what he's doing and doesn't need to go back to that. I'm shocked Zach isn't an AEW, personally. I think he, if he was an A, I think they could be making a lot of money with him. And I think the, 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 the timing is right, but I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked if he shows back up in WWE again. But I think if I was Zach, I would want to have a, a year or two run in AEW. I think he will really up his stock more if he can, because he knows how to get himself over. And if they and they, I think they would be happy with the money he's bringing in because I, I believe he can deliver on the merchandising side of thing things because he hustles on his own time, and he has a massive social media following. And so I think that like to me, it always would it never made sense why he wasn't there when Cody was there. I don't I don't, I've never asked him. I don't know. It's I don't I don't get involved in other people's business like that. But and maybe he doesn't want to. Maybe he's just happy being free. Like because it's it's a great life being free with that. A lot of times contracts aren't the best thing, but 
from if you're a fan's perspective, they see a contract, they don't understand though that that could not be a good thing depending on the contract you're signing. So I'm happy for Zach. I'm happy. I want everyone to be as successful as humanly possible. Got some super chats coming up here. I missed one. Uh, super chat Ryback, highly qualified, says Ryback. I heard you're making your WWE return soon. I do not know where you heard that. Reveal your source. Gerald Davis, good to see you, buddy. Thank you for the super chat. Aloha, Ryback. Will we get to see you in the big promotions? Your presence is missed. Thank you very much. And uh, I would I would like to believe at some point in time uh, that that is going to be a big yes. First things first is handling this legal situation that's coming to a close, hopefully very, very soon. And, uh, and then looking at the possibilities of, uh, I've got my eye on, on something personally that I will keep to myself. And uh, I'm, I'm kind of, and we'll go from there with that. But the legal thing for I, I, baby steps, I got that needs to be done. Um, while I'm, I'm going to get my merch thing all set up with my website, the new company, got to go fly out there and take a look at things. And uh, I, I've got everything in place, man. And just one thing at a time. But yeah, it, it, it was that that is the direction to do what I'm doing with everything. I think I missed another super chat. Got it. Uh, Rebel Eric, what do you think about Logan Paul? I feel like he didn't sell any moves, but could be very good. Great. I'm glad you brought this up. I actually wanted to talk about this. I, uh, one, I loved his ring gear. I loved everything with him and Miz. Um, What I... Yes, so you're, you're not incorrect uh, on your assessment on his selling. I think that is something that definitely uh, needs a little bit of, of working on. Um, not the easiest thing. It's not, it, it's, it's not the easiest thing to learn in a short period of time. Unless you understand, I don't know how big of a fan he is of pro wrestling, but oftentimes you, you're taking a guy who's competing in real, in, in like as far as boxing and in, in physical contact where – you don't want to show pain. You, and so you're, you're fighting those instincts where you feel like it makes you look weak if you're selling. This is a real thing that happens. And I'm just letting you understand this. And that like, and it, 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 you feel very weird. Like if you were to take a fan and get in the ring and you, like, and you just go, and it, you're just a regular person, not a fan, a regular person, go sell. And they'll be like, what's selling? You're like, register the pain. And you're like, register the pain. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to do this to you. And you're going to, the best way I'll tell you the, the best way to teach people though is to really get hit. Bill Demott taught me this, and I and I'm very thankful because and, and he didn't go out of his way to hurt me or anything, and he hit me hard in safe places. But he goes, if you hit a guy hard enough, they, then you could you you understand like your back. If you glom a guy across, and you don't want to do this when you're working, guys. But like if you need a guy to sell for you, you got to and, and you've got to lay it in a little bit so he has something to sell. And everyone's different on how good they are on all that. Ideally, you want to hit him as light as possible while making it look as real as possible with all of this. But like a guy like him, I know what he's going through. He might, you maybe feel like, because there were a few moments in that match where a guy, he could have sold uh, far better. But that you're then asking somebody to do that that has a very short notice. I thought he did exceptionally well. I think he, he charisma and, and the things that he can do, I think, I think that's why they did what they did. And I think they're going to do a Miz 
Logan Paul match and get another match out of him. If not more, I think I think he could if he wanted to do that in in more full time or for like a year, like a Ronda schedule. Man, I I, I think it would be beneficial because he has a massive following. That is a good guy that and he wants to be there. If he wants to be there to to have on because it ups everybody with his stuff and he does his podcast and he talks about it. And then that gets more eyes. That's the kind of guy incorporating people like that into the shows to get back some of those casual viewers. Now you got to have a kick-ass show to get them to stay. If not, they tune right out, but you got, it's not, it's not a bad thing. And uh, I, I actually though thought that booking wise, if you have Ryback in the production meeting, I ask, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not there, so I don't know what the direction. But if if, if it's we're gonna do a Miz Logan Paul, we're gonna have them beat. I first of all thought the Mysterio should have won the match and had the father son moment, and had the father son moment and then left the ring. But to set that up, I thought Miz should have taken the pinfall. But Logan Paul makes a rookie mistake on his first match back, in in which cost Miz the match. With that, right? Mysterio's Miz is down. Logan Paul, they're they're small. We call that being small. They're out of the shot. We have the father son baby face celebration. That cool moment. We get those pictures. We get that crowd. That feel good moment. That, such an opportunity missed with that, in my opinion. And you could have done the same piece of business, which would have made more sense actually. And I don't know why nobody in that production meeting didn't question Vince on this or bring this up. Maybe they did, and he just didn't. I don't know. But then I would have Miz get back to his feet and, and everything kind of settles down. Then he turns on Paul and hits him. And people in the audience would go, oh, I get it. Paul cost him the match. Miz is pissed off. And then, But then you have heel Miz, babyface, Logan. I don't know if they want that, right? So maybe and there's a lot of things I don't know on where the direction they're going on that, even though I think, that's, I think Miz needs to be the heel with that. And I thought that would have been a great way to keep Miz the heel, but I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe it's going to blow over and they're going to stay together. I don't know, but that's, that's what I would have suggested if I'm watching this to make it make more sense. Cause the more things make sense in a world that don't make sense, the more we could buy into it. Right back psychology. Sorry. We had to uh, throw another shell shock out there guys. Great question, though, uh, Rebel. Thank you very much for that. I love good questions I can really sink my teeth into. Yeah, I and I, Logan, at the end, I'm the finish. But I'll tell you what. So, guys, oftentimes this gets rushed because they need camera shots. He needed – but so here's my thing. Miz – needs to be the one to communicate that to him. And I told people this like and like like hey man if I hit you with my finisher please just sell it for for an extended period of time. Like if you do that like and, and I would have shown him like hey look we, they need this camera shot so you could still get your face up, you pull yourself up and you could still register the pain. You could be dazed, you could be confused and still give me that intense stare down, but you don't need to jump right back to your feet. They should have explained that to him. That is not his fault. That should have come and unless they told him and he just chose not to do it. I don't that that I could it looked like he was not told that. And oftentimes things could be rushed and put together and you forget something. Everyone has their busy schedules. 
But I, I that's the kind of stuff taking that extra little step that I would work with like local people. I would I would communicate my psychology I learned in being in the business that I want to make the little things to put little buttons on everything so there's no 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 leaks in the ship when everything's taking off, right? I missed a super chat here. I'm finding it. Give me one second, guys. Let me see where that went. Uh, Don, Tony, uh, first time catching the show live. Appreciate you always uh, being brutally honest and blunt. Something you don't see much anymore. Don, Tony, thank you very much, my man. And uh, I'm just me. I work for myself. Uh, I'm free and I'm not... And I, I, I find I always try to, I'm very fair, and I just give my opinion based off of what I know and uh, and speak. There you are. I like to always put the super chats on the screen there so you guys, if anybody chooses to follow you guys. Um, but I just always try to do my best, man, uh, and speak honestly. I try to speak as positive, positively as possible uh, while also, though, speaking the truth. And if it's a personal situation and you know, sometimes things could be a little negative. I don't harp on them and, and hold on to it for too long. I appreciate the love and support, though, Don. Thank you, buddy. Let's see. What other questions do we got going on on the Ryback Show? Presented by Feed Me More Nutrition. FeedMeMore.com. Bray is in Dallas. Bray Wyatt is in Dallas, uh, and I would not be shocked if he he did come back tonight. I I I honestly I because of him not signing with anywhere, and I believe there was stuff going on. It would I think it would be a a perfect way. You know I think it would be great to get the Fiend back if he ended Roman Reigns' title reign eventually, uh, and you, you get a big money maker back with Bray. I think people would be would be filled with joy and happiness to see him back. Uh, Walter, good question. Uh, this might be a weird one, but what shoes do you recommend for walking? I have Asics right now, but with the amount of walking I do, they're done in four months before I need a new pair. So Walter, the pair of shoes at, that I have switched to, I, I wear Under Armour. They're like, they're, they're, they're very similar to the Under Armour Rock, the the Rock shoes, and I bought a bunch of those. But those were like one hundred and like sixty, hundred seventy dollars. And I I was looking. I go, wait, the the Under Armour sells the same shoes, just not under the Rock's brand name. This is the Under Armour, and and like nobody knows that they're the Rock shoes. Like they're just and it's they're, I got them because they're really comfortable, and I like them more than the Nike Air Maxes. Uh, especially like when working out in those air bubbles, I'd have some of the air bubbles because I'm a fat ass pop on me, and especially when you're lifting heavy weights and stuff. And I go, I got to get away from these. And the Nike Air Maxes were a little too thin for my feet because I've got big fat feet to go with my big fat mouth. And they, uh, so I, I like the Under Armour. Um, and I don't know what the, they're, they're like a cross trainer running shoe. Uh, and, and they are so comfortable and they last. I buy different colors in them, and it's the only pair of shoes I've been wearing the last, like, three years now. Two Since I wore the Rock ones for, like, a year and a half, two years, and these for a couple years now. And these are only, like, like 50, 60, 70 bucks. 
on it. And so you, you save at least 100, 120, 130 bucks, and it's the, it's the same shoe. That's what, like, so great question. Walking, you don't want shoes to wear out, man. My dad is one of those guys. My dad's 73. I was over at my dad's the other day visiting, and I'm just looking at his shoes. His shoes look like they were from 1974. And I don't know what the hell, I don't know why he still has, and I've seen him, he's bought new shoes, but he's not wearing those. He's wearing the most rundown, worn out. It looks like he's mowed the lawn of these things a thousand five times. It looks like he's run them all over the concrete and just, just been run over by, by, by multiple cars and just shaken up in dirt and washed off with the hose a thousand times. And I'm just looking, I'm like, why is he wearing those shoes? Old people are crazy, man. I don't get it. Like, I, I, I don't, I can't do that. But like, I know, you know what I'm talking about. Family members, they just like, they hold on to things like, oh, I love these shoes. I've had them since 1974. They mean a lot to me. I'm like, yeah, but they are disgusting. Put them in a case, frame them, put them in your closet, mount them on the wall, but stop freaking wearing those damn shoes. Looking at these questions here. Uh, Mike with a good question. Mike Thompson, <clears throat> what's what's up, man? You got any good delt cable crossover uh, exercises? Cable machines has two stacks of 300 pounds each. Uh, it's a legit 5K priced used machine, but my delts aren't activating on workouts. Uh, I don't, man, everyone, we all have different genetics and different strengths and weaknesses. I find, though, uh, I don't have that problem, but I find that, and like, I'm not training as heavy. I respond, and this is what I'm going to end up doing a workout program. What I want you to focus on is <clears throat> going in the four to six rep range to failure. It is, I have found this to be the ideal rep range for size and strength. And you get lean by doing your, your conditioning and your cardio and your dieting. But with this, now when I say four to six reps, though, I want four to six reps with a weight that you can control. And whether you're using a machine, whether you're using dumbbells, which whether you're using cables, use a mixture of all of them, I believe, and change it up. Do a few weeks with one, go to a few weeks to another, do a couple sets with one, do a couple sets with another. But what you do in something, you it's four to six rep range, strive every week to get a little bit stronger. And what you do when you you want to be where you can do at least four reps and no more than six. So once you're getting to six reps and it feels like you could do more, you now need to move up the weight a little bit, right? And I'm telling, even if it's not perfect, what you're going to find, you're going to start building muscle. But what you don't want to be doing is going using weights with bad form. You want good form with this. And when you're at, at the top portion, squeezing the muscle, using your mind and focusing on the body part that you're working, it's it's going through the motions with focus and understanding. I believe in three-second holds, and you don't do, need to do a lot of them, even if it's just for a, a few reps a set or just on, a, on, on for maybe your last two sets, you do it for every rep. But where you really one, two, three, down, controlled, one, two, three, down, controlled, one, two, three, it's squeezing the muscle, it's really going to make a difference. But if you, you what oftentimes, if your muscle doesn't respond and you don't have the best genetics, and I don't know what the diet is like, but if you, if you, you're not, you could be just doing the same thing over and over and over, and you're not building strength, strength 
builds muscle when done with correct form with that. That's how I've been able to stay big without the drugs because I've always been strong. And it's a blessing. It's a very good thing to have. And when I do that, and it's one thing I want back more than anything because it's allowed me so much success with that. But you gotta, you gotta, you've gotta be able to continue to build that strength up. And that will do that. Rather, when you go in 12, 15 reps, it's so hard to pinpoint what rep you're gonna go to failure on, which high rep training, I still do a few of those in my workouts with that. And I've had to use that when I was really hurt just to to, to keep going. And, and to make the most of a bad situation. But when you're really, when you're good and you go and you with control and you're able to start moving weight and you're not going to hurt yourself if you do it pro- appropriately and work yourself up four to six reps, my man, I'm telling you, and try to build your strength up every week. And I'm a big believer. <clears throat> I like, I don't like going over 20 sets per body part in once a week with that. I find anywhere between 15 and 20 total sets per body part when you are more than enough. You can get fantastic results going anywhere from eight, nine, ten sets if you go maximum intensity and get in and get out with that. And you're going to see your strength continuing to build, and you're going to see your delts start to t- start to respond. I believe. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go live tomorrow. I'm going to have to wait and see. If I can, I will. During the week, it sometimes can be a little busier. It all depends on 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 the schedule and what time I get my training done. Uh, in my shoulder, I got because of my shoulder work. It, a lot of this when I'm training, I do a lot of shoulder stuff as well. So, but uh, if I can, I will, guys. But either way, whenever we do the next one, uh, I will recap night two of WrestleMania on the next show. With that, guys, we're actually going to wrap up today's. We're at an hour and a half here, and uh, I've got to run. We've got to finish up some, some things before uh, the WrestleMania night two. Uh, I appreciate all the love and support. Thank you for all the super chats today. And please check out my Feed Me More Nutrition line uh, available on feedmemore.com. Did I miss another super chat? Uh, Mike Thompson says, thanks for answering my question. Good as help. Uh, good ass help on my workout. High weight, low rep. Uh, to failure sounds awesome. Thanks, bro. You're very welcome, Mike. I appreciate the super chats. Do that consistently. And I promise you, I promise you, you're going to start getting results. Give it a little time, four to six reps to failure on that. But thank you guys. Feed me more nutrition on feedmemore.com. You can save 20% with discount code Ryback Show 20. We have 13 different supplements, multiple, multiple flavors on different things for men and women, vegan friendly. All people could use the supplements on that. And uh, other than that, enjoy WrestleMania night two and stay hungry, my friends. Until next time, feed me more. Thank you.